It's really just about what are the strategies you can use and what are the things that you can do to make sure you get in the game. And so I would encourage you to not bow out, to not sit on the sidelines, because what you have to say is extremely important. All right. So no matter how frustrated you get, because I know it can get frustrating, especially when you're dealing with certain kind of personalities, but make sure you don't bow out. Okay. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Made Leader Mondays. I am super excited about what we're going to be talking about today. Every week we have a different tip where we specifically get into things that can help people with introverted personalities to grow as leaders. And so the topic for today is one that I know a lot of us face. Uh, I would even say that for this topic, there are people that may not be introverts that face this particular thing as well. But I really do think a lot of introverts specifically have to deal with this. And so what we're going to be talking about is how to get your voice heard in a meeting environment. Okay, so when you're in meetings, when you're in discussions, how do you get your voice heard when there are a lot of people that might be heavy talkers? They might be fast talkers. You might be in scenarios where you're in a room or you're on these calls and certain people tend to dominate the conversation. When those situations, how do you get your voice heard? How do you get your thoughts out? You know, this is something that for me early on in my career, and if I'm honest, you know, well into my career was really a crutch for me. I just didn't know how to fit my words in. I would have thoughts. I would have things that I wanted to say. But me being somebody that tends to typically listen first, which a lot of uh, introverts are that way. A lot of times we'll tend to listen before we speak in these situations. And me being that way, I found myself wondering, well, how do I get heard? How do I make sure that if I have something to say, I'm able to say it? Like, how do I even do that? Right. On top of that, uh, you might be somebody that in these various meeting settings, you run into interrupters. Right. A lot of people where someone will start talking and they'll just go off and interrupt somebody. So in those scenarios, you know, how do you operate when you know that, hey, I might get cut off. Somebody might attempt to cut me off or something like that. So, you know, these are some of the things we're going to be talking about today. So definitely excited about this one. And hopefully we'll be able to help out. So one thing that I want to start with is I want to encourage you to not bow out. Something that can happen in these scenarios, and I used to do this a lot, is you're in a meeting and in that situation, people are talking a lot. People might be cutting each other off. You're trying to get your words in. You have things you want to say, but you get to a point where whether it's just frustration or exhaustion or you just don't want to deal with it and deal with the people interrupting and deal with their style of communication, you might just bow out. You might say to yourself, you know what? I'm good. Whatever I had to say, I'm just not going to worry about saying it today because that's what I used to do. You know, I would get to a point sometimes in certain environments, if I didn't feel that the communication was one where I could get my words in, where I would just bow out. Right. And I want you to think about the scenario of players on a sideline. So think about a football team. Right. Or think about a basketball team. And there are players that are on the field or on the court and they're playing. And then you have the players that are on the sideline watching. And in that scenario, a lot of times those players that are on the sideline, they want to get in the game, right? Like they want to be in the game, but they're not for whatever reason, for whatever reason. Right. And ultimately, usually it's the coach that is responsible for that. 
you know, the coach would be the one that would, you know, sub them in the game and get them in so they can get some action because they want to be out there playing. They want to be out there, you know, contributing to the team. Right. And so what's interesting is in that scenario, that's a little more controlled by a coach, whereas in a meeting situation, there are a lot of similarities from a standpoint of you want to get in the game. Like you have words to say, you want to get your thoughts out. You want to get in the conversation. Right. But in this scenario, there's not a coach holding you back. There's not a person holding you back. It's really just about what are the strategies you can use and what are the things that you can do to make sure you get in the game. And so I would encourage you to not bow out to not sit on the sidelines because what you have to say is extremely important. All right. So no matter how frustrated you get, because I know it can get frustrating, especially when you're dealing with certain kind of personalities, but make sure you don't bow out. Okay. So one to start with that, but I want to just go ahead and get into the content. So three tips, three ways that you can get your voice heard when you're in these scenarios. All right. So the first thing that you want to do, and this is one that I implement all the time. I do this almost daily when I'm in various discussions, various meetings. A lot of people don't even know that I'm doing this. I think I do it subconsciously at this point, but you want to wait for moments of pause, wait for moments of pause in a conversation. Okay. So think about the scenario of fishing and I'm not a big fisher or anything like that, but you know, just hear me out on this. So when you're fishing, you know, you cast your line into the water, right? And a lot of fishing is pretty boring. I mean, I have gone fishing, you know, a few times in my life and everything. And a lot of it is waiting. A lot of it you're waiting, right? I mean, you cast your line, it's in the water, you might kick your feet up and you're just kind of waiting around and you're waiting for something to happen, right? And what that thing is that happens is a tug. You feel some tug on your line. And at that particular time, you know, when that happens, it's like all hands on deck and now you're getting alert because you're going to start trying to reel this fish in, right? What's similar with conversation? When you're in conversation, especially if you're someone that is an active listener, you're, you know, more introverted and that's more your style. It might be that you're going to be waiting a little bit. You're going to be letting other people get all their words out because they probably talk a lot more and they have all these things to say, but that's okay. Because see, while that's going on, there's so much you can be doing. You can be observing what they're saying. You can be watching people's body language. You can be reading the room. You can be doing all of these things while everyone else is spending all of this time talking. So allow people to, you know, get their words in, everything like that. But while that's happening, you want to wait for those moments of pause in the conversation to get in the words that you have to say. The other good thing about this is that it gives you time to think through your thought, right? So while everyone else is talking and they're talking about what they have to say, you're sitting there and you have time to prepare what you have to say, right? So that way, when it comes out, you've been sitting there, you've been observing, you've been thinking about what you have to say. And then when the moment of pause comes, you jump in and you add your value. Okay. So definitely a big one. That's something that, you know, I do all the time and I see people do it. You know, it's interesting. A lot of people, their style of communication is what I call just like machine gun communication. Like they just go, 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 go. Like no stopping, (laughs) no stopping, no pauses, no nothing. 
right? And I think that sometimes that can be difficult for, uh, in particular, people that have maybe a more reserved approach or they're more of a listen first approach. And so if you're dealing with somebody like that, you know, there are going to be some pauses in there. It may be harder to find them, but you want to just wait for moments of pause when that person is done, when that person stops to take a breath, just find that moment of pause and get your word in. All right. But definitely don't bow out because if you have something to say, you want to make sure and say it. All right. So the next thing, and this is going back, this is going way back. And I talk about this a lot when it comes to communication tips, but it's going back to grade school and it's to raise your hand, raise your hand. Okay. If you have something to say, it's good to use visual cues. Sometimes people are so caught up in their talking. They're so caught up in what they're saying that they have no idea. I mean, they just forget about other people in the room sometimes or other people on the call because they're so caught up in what they're saying. But what you can do with people like this is you give them a visual cue and nine times out of 10 when you do that, it's going to make them look right. So it's one of these things where somebody is talking They're caught up in their thoughts. They're caught up in what they have to say. And that's fine. You want them to get their thoughts out as well. We want to be respectful. But if you know that it's a fast talking environment and you're trying to say something, but you're trying to figure out how you're going to get it in, raise your hand. Because when you do this, what it's going to do is their eyes are going to automatically redirect to your direction because you gave them a visual cue. And what that means is they know that when they're done talking, you've expressed interest in talking next. Right. So raising your hand is something that, you know, think back to grade school. I mean, when you were sitting in a class and you had something to say, that was the visual cue to the teacher. Right. So it's the same thing in these work environments. I mean, I think that we get changed in terms of the way we communicate when we become adults. But these are things that we learned when we were kids that ultimately I think are helpful, especially in corporate environments and environments that are very fast paced where there are a lot of communication, a lot of conversations going on. Uh, That simple thing, I'm telling you, will make a huge difference. And it's a great thing to uh, practice. Okay. And the last thing that I think is very important for getting your voice heard is in moments where you are called on, in moments where you are going to give feedback, you want to make sure that you're giving valuable feedback and you're preparing for that feedback. Okay. And the reason that that's so important is when you get your moment to shine and it might be a situation where maybe you don't talk that much in meetings. Typically, Um, maybe other people, you allow them to do a lot more of the talking. Maybe you're newer in the role or, you know, for whatever the case might be. And so you just don't typically talk as much. And if that's the case, that's okay. But you want to make sure that when you get those moments, you have prepared, you've got valuable feedback to give, and you are ready to go. Because when you do that, people take notice of that. They remember the feedback that you gave. They remember that you added value. Okay. So the thing in terms of adding value that's so important is to prepare, to prepare, to give that value, to prepare for when you're going to speak up in that meeting. Okay. So if there's something that you want, meaning that you want to get your conversation in, meaning that you want to get your words in, you want to prepare for that. 
You want to make sure that you at least have something that you're ready to contribute, some key point to share, and also something that's going to challenge the group. Like that's something that I think a lot of people don't focus on. Do you have a thought that's going to be different from the way everyone else is thinking? Do you have a thought that is going to challenge the way that everyone else is thinking in the room? Because if you do, that is a valuable thought. Okay, so make sure that you're trying to think out of the box. Make sure that you're preparing for when you're going to get in that room or on that call and have that meeting, because the more that you prepare for it, the more that you prepare to speak up when you actually do speak up, it's going to make you sound much more clear and much more ready. Okay, so, you know, just really quick, I wanted to go through each of these because I feel like each one of these tips can truly help when it comes to just getting your voice heard in a meeting. So really quick recap, we want to wait for moments of pause. Okay. So if you're in a conversation, if you have words to get in, you want to find those moments of pause and that's when you interject your thought or interject your value. Okay. The next thing is we want to raise our hand, give a visual cue. If you have something to say, make sure that people see you because that is one way to get people's attention. All right. And the next thing is we want to give valuable feedback and make sure that we are prepared. The more that we're prepared, when we have our time to give that feedback, we're going to be in a much better headspace and we're going to be ready to go. All right. So, you know, I hope that these tips really helped. I hope that the next time you have a meeting, if you've ever felt nervous about speaking up or felt like you can't get your words in or you've tried to figure out how you can do it, then I hope you go back to these three tips and you'll find them to be helpful. All right. So with that said, I hope everyone has enjoyed the episode for the week. We'll be back with something else next week. And, you know, every one of these just going to get into a different tip to try to help you in where you are and help you to get to the next level. All right. So this has been T Lee with the introvert leader. God bless. I'll talk to y'all next week.